This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Celtic Rooms TV, the Balls and Bobble podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul, of a form to the podcast is www.celticrumors.co.uk where all Celtic supporters discuss all things Celtic. You can also check out all the links to the podcast in the description below. On today's show, we're going to talk about the weekend's game, the 7-0 victory against St. Johnston. We're going to talk about today's Desmond interview that was aired in the last couple of days. And we're going to look ahead to the Celtic and Rangers at Hamden on Sunday in the Scottish Cup semi-final. Of course, we'll be looking through the live chat throughout the show, and if there's anything you lads in the live chat wish to discuss, please let us know, or Mark and myself will, 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 will go through it. Firstly, I'll hand off to Mark for a few shout-outs. Apologies, it's episode 81. Uh, unfortunately, I have no notes tonight, because I'm literally just in the door uh, from work, but uh, it's episode 81. Mark? Thanks very much, Paul. Well, that will have saved a couple of keys this weekend, if you've not got any notes done, winter. I think I was running. I t- think I was running short in a few pages, and in that thing, Max. So I can get a new. It gives me time to get a new one for the weekend. <laughs> as long as you're putting on the work circuit, Paul, we don't bother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just the usual countries to add for the forum, like Tim Aloy, uh, Rich and his family, on United Island. He said they've kept on the night, Paul. His laptop still playing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys in the live chat, Stubbs, his horse, Terence, Terence as well. He's at work as well, sir. Enjoy your shift, Terence. Brian, I've seen you join the forum, mate. Brilliant, well done. I'd like many of the people that listen to the podcast to come out of the forum. Well, I am. Well, I am here every week as well. So, hail, hail to the lads that have joined us. Saturday, the 9th of April, Celtic 7, said Johnston Nil, Rio Hayase, Jake Marcus, Dijon Mida, Jovanovic, O'Reilly with two, and Lee Lovada. Not only, Mark, was this the scoreline attraction, but you know I'm a big believer in Sats, Mark, and the sass to this game were just astonishing. Off, no, off, off the scale, Paul, wouldn't they? Yeah, no club has achieved this so far in Europe. Some say it was a thousand passes we had. The one I'm looking at here is saying it's 968. Even if it's 968, Mark, that's an astonishing pass rate. And the pass rate, Mark, was 92% accuracy. That's, I mean, that, that is, that's... You're, you're, you're talking about tearing a team, like, the scoreline, anyway, Mark, you're tearing the team apart. 7-0, that's a trashing. But the 968 passes, Mark, in the game is, is just out of this world. Like, uh, if you look you know, back over the years, Paul, there's a few teams with 7-8 goals against, but I bet it's the rest of the stats to the game haven't they come up with what you're talking about now. Mm-hmm. Rod, a newbie guy here in the live chat there, Paul. Welcome up, uh, Rod. Welcome, Rod. You know, like, 
I've been saying it all along as well, probably with Judy. Does the team do it, Mark? Yeah, definitely was, but I'm gutted that I didn't see the full game. But I mean, what I saw in that, I mean, some of the football we played, Paul, it was, un- it, was, it was unbelievable. It was breathtaking. It really, really was. Like, you'll come to take the Mark. Like, how many times, even under Brendan Rodgers, have we struggled against St. Johnston? St. Johnston have kind of come a bogey team for Celtic. Uh, lately, well, they always found them hard to break them down. Do it's a team that they won the two cups last season as yeah. well, Paul. Yeah. I mean, I know they've been struggling a lot this season, kind of thing, in the league, but Callum Davidson does a decent enough job at that kind of level for me. And to beat any teams that are really is, I mean, the, right, the first time I saw Zan the Clark concede seven goals. And, uh, well, there I not probably. Probably will be the first time like yeah. at that kind of level, maybe years ago when he was younger or that, but you know, like we seem to be hitting like I know we hit Max since we came back from January, but the last couple of weeks, Max, since the since the derby um uh, against the old farm as we're gonna call him now, the old farm. Oh, since Karim, the derby against Karim, Denmark, Karim, yeah, like we, we we've we've literally Mac stepped up two gears, two or three gears, Mac, than the rest of the teams there. Like, we, we, we just seem to be... And a lot of that, Mac, is down to, I think, is one, Gia Camargas, because I thought he's really stepped up, back since he came back. But one person in particular, Mac, is, is, is Dijon Mida. The way he's just non-stop running, Mac, and he's not giving defences no time no. on the ball. They're, they're panicking, Mac, with this lad running at them every single game and every minute of the game. Like, I'm, I'm I'm saying, saying that as well, Paul, we know Kyogo does the same job, so thank you the pressure that these defenders are going to run. We've got these, like, two and three of these players that are going to hunt, hunt their defence down in the pack. We're used to seeing that in the midfield, but when you're doing that up front, Paul, that's a big, big problem for any team that we're playing against. We're up 7-0, and he's still chasing down the ball. <laughs> Hello. He just does. And this is the fellow Mark who pulled out of the Japanese team who said he needed a rest. He wasn't. You know what I mean? if, he's not, if he's not fully fit, Mark, what's he going to be next season? Do you know what I mean? I think that's, even you're mentioning fitness as well, Paul, I think that's played a big part in us. The way we're surging in this late part of the season. We've mm. got the wee niggly injuries we were picking up in training and even Angie Selk said it would take players a bit of time to get used to his kind of training system and messaging that. I think as well we've got that many, we've not both Boris obviously injured and things like that, but we've not got that big pile up injuries and picking up an injury no, every, every that, game and things like that. So the yeah, players are becoming yeah, more conditioned exactly, to playing yeah, Angie's and, and I think back a lot of that too as well, um, if you've noticed since we bought in uh, the father Mark Anton in the, the sports science department, we don't seem to be having a lot of these injuries since since the we got a new head of sports science. No, well, that'll be helping as well. Yeah, you know, like we we we've seen it there. Like we've been the bench the last couple of games as well. Yeah, Paul. I mean, it yeah. really is. Like, that's uh, what I'm saying, Mark. Like, you're no, you're really, not even weakening the team now, Paul. When you're bringing uh, making substitutions, you know, they're really no. Like Mark, looking at Celtic now, the bench is as strong 
as the starting living. You know, you, you'll be comfortable with a team. Aaron really is. I've said as well, Paul, and for me, Ange isn't playing to like he's first to living. Picks like he's kind of squad. He looks at it that way. I don't think Ange has actually got like a chosen first to living. Well, I think he's got a chosen defence kind of thing, but see when it comes to the midfield and the attacking play, I think he was going to just chop and change that between Whips and the squad at the time, whatever suits the opponent. Exactly. Interesting one there by Brian. But I was just going to say that, Paul Mind. It was was an Aberdeen player that brought that up. A while back, I've brought it up a couple of times. And he said that he says when you're playing against Celtic, it's just relentless. The boys mm. going out of playing the ball, boys are just getting them at right back and getting it back. You see your heart, Mark. You see your heart. Right. Like the ball is, by the time the ball has gone out, the ball is actually in your heart. It's hands straight away. He's just turning and the ball's are there. Right, it, it, this has to be done to Ange, Mark. This has to be Ange. Get the ball to the team as fast. We don't want to slow right. down the game. Keep the, the pressure that going. That player, says you've usually got a wee kind of five seconds in the break while the player's picking the ball up and looking about to see where he's going to take the throw. He's saying you're playing against Celtic. Just relentless. Every time the ball went out, out of the park, as soon as he turned round, it was back in play. Mm-hmm. And not only Mark, we score scores now, like the we've mentioned as well, like, we haven't been conceding goals either. You know what I mean? No. We seem to be, that, that back four now seems to be solid. Ivanovic, Starfield, Carl Vickers, Taylor, it seems to be the solid back four. And, and we talked about Taylor, Mark, and another solid, like, the defence, we didn't have much to do against St. Johnston, like, but, you know, like, the whole team, Mark, has just clicked at the right time and it's only a joy you now to watch that big like, the jabbery job he's in, Paul for he'll help for Barcelona. Oh nice man. Sorry, nice. all right for some inter. No, very nice. Very nice. Uh, sorry, know? Paul, what were you saying there? I was just saying like, like the whole team at the moment is just clicked as one. Do you know everyone's on the same board, like every, it just seems to be a happy camp, Mark, don't it? The, the whole club uh, everything just seems to be going there one direct the right direction but Playing game, we're winning games, the defences, the goals. I mean, even with set pieces in that, Paul, you can see a bit mm-hmm. of improvement in that as well. When we're conceding the set pieces, mm-hmm. we're, no, we're no looking as panicked. I don't know whether that's maybe Seed Starfield's looking a wee bit more confident in there. Or Vickers, just, just a unit in there, to be honest. But as you see, the full team just is forming the, pure, the highest level, Paul. And if you look at it like, your really doesn't start that game. Uh, Abadi doesn't start that game, Mark. Two of the subs, come on, O'Reilly gets two goals, Abadi gets a goal. I mean, these are fellas who, at the moment, aren't getting in the starting lineup and they're putting more and more pressure on that who are starting to get this place. It's like the competition for places, Mark, is very, very healthy at the moment. I, I don't think that's it. Well, as you see, apart from the defence, Rollo with Callum McGregor, apart from that, Paul, you can Impact anybody that's going to start in games. Do you know what I mean? Are you going to play beat on, move McGregor a bit up forward? Are you going to have McGregor lying deep with that in? Do you know what I mean? It's just, and it's, you're not losing any quality. Mm-hmm. I think we used to talk about all oh, we could put in players with fringe players. We've not really, I wouldn't see, really see we've got many fringe players, Paul. Because no, they're all getting plenty of game time. Like I wouldn't classify. Zorro or 
uh, Bongori now because I don't think they're no, actually in the first team no, squad at no, the moment. I'm talking about so I won't the, class them as uh, players. No, I'm talking about players in and are in the first team squad. Mm-hmm. There isn't mm-hmm. really what you would call fringe players because they're all getting plenty of game time and they're all, they're all, they're all contributing their part as well, Paul. They're all really contributing and nothing needs to change. It's like light for light with substitutions and stuff like that and that's a good thing as well when you need that. There's two players... Uh, and this is for the live chat as well. Uh, I just saw it there the other day. They haven't scored this season. Who were actually in around the first team squad and uh, playing regularly. There's two players who haven't scored yet this season, Mark. Who are they? Hey. Only two players. The whole squad has scored bar the goalkeeper. Right? He's not included, Joe Hart. You know what I mean? So there's two old three players that haven't scored yet in the league. Oh. I couldn't even guess. Taylor and Stafford. I was going to say Taylor, but I didn't. I wasn't sure. Yeah, and Stafford. I I thought Stafford got a goal, but no, it was actually in, in a cup game he scored. But oh, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But you can't argue with that. I mean, that just shows you as well that your goals, the goals are coming through the pitch and everything as well, isn't it? Oh, Mark, it's amazing. Like you know, I mean, you have when Barons and Terence Ramos there uh, uh, a week and a half ago, and and we spoke to Barry like, and and we said. Your scorers within the whole Celtic team, like, you know what I mean? Like, if your strikers aren't scoring, it's either Roderick is getting goals, Yash is getting goals, Abad is getting goals, O'Reilly's getting goals, McGregor knows that the chip in with a bit of goals, Mark, Hayate gets goals. I mean, like, there's, there's goals galore within this. And I never, Mark, I've been watching Celtic now, Mark, a long, long time, like yourself, like, and I've really seen. A Celtic team that had so many goals now within the squad. Goal scorer was now like you look back to Martin Eels, it was kind of mostly Hart and Sutton Larson and maybe Lambert or Petroff might chip in with one or two or, or, or Alan Thompson. But Mac, we have goal scores everywhere. Uh, I think it, I think as well, once it was near the near into Green Angie's rhythm, I think you see like the goals coming through the like to your centre backs and that. It's it's pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, like moving on, Mark, because that game was was thinking and, and it's done in dust. Like it's another three points, Mark. We're we're keeping the pressure on the old form FC as well. Like you know, it's a crucial, Mark, that if we're playing first, that we win to keep the pressure on them. The, well, that's the all we that's all we can do. Just keep you know, running, keep running. I mean, keep running. They they might have what they they call when you make any difference. Mhm. Mhm. And the other talking point this week, Mark, was of course it was there with Desmond. Uh, he spoke in Celtic TV. A lot of people are saying, why did Damon Desmond come out? He only comes out kind of when things are going good and he's never to be seen when, when things are going bad about last season. Uh, he was asked a few things. First thing he was asked, Mark, was does that surround him around his shareholders? Uh, would he sell them? And uh, of course, Damon Desmond said he wouldn't, Mark. He's a Celtic supporter all his life. He said he's father. Was a supporter. His sons now are Celtic supporters, uh, and for him, it's it's not a job market. It's a, Celtic's a part of his life, and for him to be shareholder is that is a big thing. Uh, it means a lot to him. It means family. a lot to him, Mark. So, a question for you, Mark, and I think we spoke this back about when we saw when we did a podcast there last year. We were talking about the different shareholders we have in the club, and would you like a consumption like Man City or something like that? Come in and buy out Dermot Desmond. 
would you like a, a, a big investment company come in like that? No, to be honest, Paula, wouldn't he? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, because there are a lot of like Celtic fans media, the bigger fans media channels, that they kind of thought they come like the absentee landlord and stuff like that with their mm-hmm. But I, he's, he's done a lot of things, land, but he's also done a lot of things good, Paul. Mm-hmm. I mean, last season was just a deep rubber. He could have acted quicker, blah, 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 but we could go on about that for another hour alone. Yeah, I, I, we, we talk about that next, Mark, because that's the next point I was going to come to when he's talking about what happened last year. But like he was saying, Mark, that... Celtics and safe hands under Dermot Desmond. I think so, Mark, because he said that. He said, look, he never put the club in financial trouble. You know, he knows the Celtic budget. He knows how... Celtic need to go about their business. You know, he has people trained in-house, Mark, who've been there a long time. You know, he was on about uh, Chris McKay, Ian Bank has been there a long time, uh, Michael Nicholson now. He's actually been there a long time as well, Mark. So he said he built a boardroom that's strong. A lot of people mightn't agree and will disagree with the board, Mark, but they have kept steady, Celtic steady, Mark, over the years. Oh, you know, over the years under Dermot Desmond Paul, it's been a lot more ups and downs. Mm-hmm. There has been downs, we've said last season, but there's been a hell of a lot more ups. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, I know, Paul, I don't know if you thought about it, listening to that interview. I think maybe there's kind of stuff in the road. I'd look so there'd be kind of maybe Dermot come out and. You know what I mean after all this? So, Oh, yeah, yeah. The ball, even didn't the bottle throwing that one, the staff members getting hot with a bottle and things like that. Do you think maybe that broke Dermot Desmond's right? I think it was, Mark. I think, I, think, I, think, I think he wants, like, you know, be assured the fans that you know, maybe know his stalking thing you know, I was self that's all for him, Brand. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, Mark, what I, I, I agree. I think that's why he came out because it was after that Rangers game. He came out and uh, I think, anyway, Mark, and, and he said himself, uh, our next head shareholder will be his son Ross. Definitely. It's Ross. It's Ross because he said Ross actually goes to all the Celtic I, games. I, I think he's maybe like Dermot Desmond's eyes and ears are yeah, that kind of thing, and it's just a case of obviously Dermot's getting a bit on in his years in that. But the time when the time actually comes, that his son will just take over for him, and I'm quite happy with that. Point. Like, but Mark, why would you want like? And, and we spoke about before, like if you say this man City Group came in. And, and bought Celtic. What a project for them. We're not a, we're not a club to them. You know what I mean? Man City is their main uh, attraction. Do, do you know what I mean? All, these rest, kinda, all the rest of these clubs, man, for them to have a club man, in the future. Man City is the jewel in the crown kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I see, going as well, Paul, and that, I mean, it's a bit... A bit of touchy subject politics, but when you look at what happened to Abramovich at Chelsea, exactly, Mark. Exactly. Why is Abramovich with Chelsea getting these sanctions put on him when you've got that that 
team that won Man City, team that just recently bought Newcastle and that. There was uproar, Mark, that why these fellas were left coming and buy Dubai. And the main reason, Mark, that they were left coming, uh, I, I don't want to be quoting this, like, was because his wife was the main person dealing with that, Mark. So it kind of made them kind of uh, female friendly when it's not actually female friendly in Dubai. Aye, but the kind of. That's what they're calling it, sports washing, that's what they call it, it's like mm-hmm. big evil empires, whatever you want to call them, are buying sports clubs, they try like white in their image kind of thing, mm-hmm. brighten mm-hmm. themselves up, but I wouldn't like to say it. I mean, I keep seeing I'd like Celtic to teach Scottish football, Paul the White, PSG treats exactly. eventually be the big, big, big dog in the league, but not at the expense of sell their soul to some like Saudi Arabian comrades. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, we you know what Celtic fans kind of unilaterally agree on when it comes to all the kind of human rights stuff. So it would be a bit, I don't think a lot of Celtic fans would be happy if even I'd be the idea of getting in bed with somebody like that, to be honest with so, you. An interesting thing as well, he spoke about the, the Eddie Hall breakdown, Mark Rice, and he said, always when they're looking for a manager, they have five names within... We're in their shortlist, right? There's five names are in their shortlist, right? And he said, Andrew's on that shortlist. And it was actually Peter Lord who had him on this shortlist. And he said they found out at two o'clock on a, on a Thursday, half five or something like that on a Thursday, that uh, Eddie Howe, for, for personal reasons, didn't want to come. And that was grand. That next morning, he arranged a meeting through his son, Ross. So, is this fella Ross Mark involved with Man City? Is this the fella that's involved with Man City, the son? That's Peter Lowe's son. That's Peter Lowe's son. Peter Lowe's son. So, so it was Peter Lowe's son that got uh, Angel's agent in contact with David Desmond and Peter Lowe. And that's how that meeting happened. So, uh, and, and yet, at the time, it was Don McKay was in Don the McKay. press. Wouldn't he was going about how he knew him for his time in Japan and things like that, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, thought, we'll never really know the truth, you know, and maybe exactly. be some like, kind of politically, maybe, I mean, I did, Dermot didn't mention in the book, McKay, didn't he, you know? No, he didn't. Uh, was no, there, he didn't any mention of that, which no. is, again, no. I, see, I see it on the forum, Paul, it was a bit of a puff piece for the Celtic TV. You know what I mean? Just the, you're going to ask this. You'll ask mm-hmm. this, and this, this is kind of thing. It would have been better if it was somebody who's going to ask them some of these kind of harder questions, like. Like if they're media, Mark, or something like that, they're not afraid to ask these questions, like. Well, to be honest, Paul, probably a lot of them would be, for the simple fact, if it's Dolph Derman Desmond, are they going to lose that privilege to get exactly, in and things exactly, like that? Exactly. But exactly. even ask what happened to Don McKay, and why did we spend so long? Like chasing them, mm-hmm. as I said, Paul, with the amount of interviews you need to get through for these kind of jobs and all the head hunting stuff, you would get to an interview and that. Why did it get to the stage that he got the job and after only a couple of months we realised that he wasn't the man for the job for one reason or the other? Why was this no highlighted earlier on in the recruitment process where we could see what was wrong if he was going to, if the job was going to be too big for him? Yeah, that was him spending time. 
that was him coming in early to Paul and spending time working under Peter Lowell and getting the, the ropes of the club market and to find out these different apartments but and as I said, I said only just a it definitely was he said then, Mark, that when he was like, David Desmond said that he was talking to the Anne's past country in, in Japan over the phone, and he said he read up a bone because he, he, had, he had made it, Mark. He never heard of this guy. None of us heard of him. And he said he was speaking to him. He said he was the, the head shareholder of a Celtic football club, and blah, blah, blah. And he said, Look, would you be interested in doing the job? And he said the thing, the one thing he said, Mark, that he knew. Ange was the man for Celtic when Ange said that no manager what, 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 sorry, they were dead said to him this could be a stepping stone for you for greater things in Europe Celtic you know to go on and manage Mark another big team and Ange this is why he suppose he said Mark that Celtic Football Club is no stepping stone for any manager Celtic Football Club is a massive football club and if any manager turns down Celtic Football Club they have to ask about their own ambitions in football. He said that's what sold kind of Ange to him. He knew Denmark that Ange was the man for said Mark, look what we have in front of us now. Like, you know what I mean? You could see what passion Ange has for Celtic Football Club, Mark, you get me? Oh, 100%, boys. It, it seems to have totally immersed himself in the club. What the fans say the club stands for, what the club does actually stand for. I get, even the way he treats the media, Paul, I keep getting back to that. that for me, they can tell a lot of that kind of, what type of person the manager is with the way they treat mm-hmm. the media kind of mm-hmm. thing. And, mm-hmm. I mean, he's got them well sussed. Because he puts them in their place without, without, having, that no, kind no. Of aggress- without having that kind of aggressiveness that we used to see with Neil Lennon and think when, yeah. he, when he did bite exactly. back. And exactly. it's always the kind of laid back as still, you know, mate, mate, you know, this kind of into it, but he always gets his point across and puts the mm-hmm. rivers asking stupid questions in their place. Now, this was the strangest thing, Mac, I, I found out, out, out of the whole interview. He was asked about players. Uh, he spoke about last season. He said, last season, look, he says, look, we had an agreement with Fraser Foster. We had agreed with Southampton. It was another loan to buy. And a deal for... I know she said as well that he had a deal in place for the two Southampton players for Ellie and Lucy as well. Yeah, and basically Mark Foster went down and, and, and it did, Mark. He said it like it, it put Celtic in a bad position and he said from that, from from the phase of Foster, the, the, the troubles just started coming you players going off in COVID holidays, Mark, and things like that. But that's not what I talk about. What I would talk about, Mark, is he said that the Celtic manager is in charge of any players signed for Celtic over the years, that the manager has the final say, and that the board, or, or, or Peter Lowell at the time, don't get involved in that. It's the manager that, 
that gives them to play his name, and they go and <laughs> when, 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 when you hear Brendan Rodgers then say, Mark, when we signed Marvin Sherrod, I didn't sign him. Brendan Rodgers, Neil Lennon, even, didn't, even Ronnie, that, 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 mm-hmm. I don't know why you came up with that. Mm-hmm. I really don't. But that was the because, kind of a... Because see the simple thing about that, see if it's like, what, the manager makes the decisions on who we sign, well, what have we got scouts for? Why do we need exactly. a scouting department and stuff like that? I don't know. That, there was... I don't think anybody, anybody that listened to that ball actually believed that. It was, it was damn well up to start coming out with that mm-hmm. stuff, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just... There was only two managers, Mark, really, who I think that got their own way with signings uh, was Martin O'Neill and Ange Postgogro. You know, you could say at the start when Brendan Rodgers came in, but then Peter Law started going back to his old ways. And started bringing players back that weren't really needed in the Brent, or didn't even suit the way Brendan Rodgers. But see, uh, like that, I, I think I don't. I mean, obviously, Angus helped to bring the Japanese lads in, uh, but I don't put like. Well, Matt Ryan was I, always on the Celtic radar. Aye, aye, things like that. I, 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 do, I do think that maybe that the, the final decision is now coming down to Ange. Mm-hmm. I still mm-hmm. think the, the rest of them are they're all kind of. If it's the word, presenting uh, the presenting players that are options for this kind of thing, and Andy's maybe picking, it maybe uh, the who's the lad that went to Middlesbrough and knocked his back McGear or Gear or something, so he was maybe the first option, and then the next option that Ange picked was maybe Matt O'Reilly, but I don't think it was Ange that's put Matt O'Reilly's name into the, into the mix at all. I think no, it, I, I do, think, do, think O'Reilly was always in the books, Mark, wasn't he? Because uh, Celtic had been scouting him for a while before that, Paul said that, mm-hmm. spoke about that, I mean, kind of, uh, who was it he was with, Fulham, wasn't it, was it Fulham? Fulham, Fulham. When we were scouting Dembele to sign, I'm sure it was, Paul. He was, he was on the radar, he was on the radar, that's why he said, do you like that, he was actually scouted then, you know. You know, sorry, I just opened up a bottle of seven up there, Marky. <laughs> you know, but overall, Mark, like, I thought he came across well to be there with Desmond. Like, Mark, you could take him from that, Mark. You could see, from my point of view, like, as long as Damon Desmond is there, Celtic are, are in safe hands. And I know there's a lot of people who agree with the, the board, Mark, and stuff like that, but oh, I don't really think I've, you should complain about what Damon Desmond did, Mark. No, I, mean? I, I really don't, Paul, because, again, he's, he's putting... People in, and he, he's putting people in place to do these jobs. So mm-hmm. he's, he's Peter Lowell basically, uh, Dermot Desmond was basically relying on Peter Lowell to run Celtic for him. Not really taking much much to do with it, apart from it's coming to big decisions, doing to managers and budget and stuff. But the day he run him was always doing to Peter Lowell. But you can't really blame Dermot Desmond for the mistakes that Peter Lowell made. You can blame Dermot Desmond for Maybe keeping Peter Lowell in place too long. Things become stale as they actually accumulate in at the end of the or last season. But for me, we could do a, we could do a lot worse than Dermot Desmond. And mm-hmm. we probably could do a lot better, but I think it would be a... Paul would, I, think if, I don't think so. I think it would get into what you're talking about and would be these investment companies and hedge funds or whatever they would want to get involved with and stuff like that. That's really definitely not a route. Want to get in? 
Yeah, exactly. And he also, Mark, he touched on uh, Neil Lennon, and look, he said, I know people wanted uh, Neil Lennon to go already, but he said, look, Neil Lennon has won trophies within Celtic too as a player and as a manager, and he felt that Neil Lennon deserved the time, Mark, to just to stay on, see if he could turn around. But Mark, I think it was it, it was clear to everyone that Neil Lennon wasn't going to turn that around. And if not because of their decisions and Neil Lennon decisions, it kind of did damage Neil Lennon at Celtic. You know, because of these decisions that they didn't let him go early or Neil Lennon himself didn't step away. Uh, I think Kane Paul, there was a lot of talk that Lennon was hard no for his payoff and stuff like that, which... I suppose a guy is quite entitled today. But Mark, what would he get though if if his payoff like that would would only probably get the a year year's a year's contract, uh, Mark. You know what I mean? So even if he left earlier, Mark, he could have still got that. I say, could he? Well, if, if he well, left, he would have got a shot. Yeah. That's it. Uh, that's probably the minimum he would have got, Paul. But mm-hmm. to be honest, it's probably bonuses and all this kind of stuff tied into it. And I don't know even if there's. There would be like a severance package and probably like your gears contract mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that was what people were saying. But I think Lennon, I think maybe deep down inside Neil Lennon did think he could turn it around. Yeah, I think so, Mark. Because let's not be, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying arrogant, he's confident, he's co- I mean, he's confident in his own ability. Probably more confident in his own ability than a lot of Celtic fans are after last season. Mm-hmm. But again, when we when we when we spoke about Neil Lennon, Mark, there not so long ago when he when he came the, the manager of this Cyprus uh, side, I uh, forget the day now. Like we spoke about him, like and like you can't really blame just Lennon for for, for last season. Like there was just so many teams going on oh, between I, wanting to wear players. Oh, I, 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 I blame Peter Wall. That's who I blame. In fact, mm. Dermot Desmond's got to. For me, Dermot Desmond's shoulders made the blame as well, though, Lenny. Because yeah. it was Dermot Desmond and Peter Lowe that appointed him. It was yeah. Dermot Desmond and Peter Lowe that didn't pull the trigger quick enough. Because, Mark, if the you season look at was, The season was still salvage, salvageable. Yeah, because, Mark, you look to what we just talked about. He says, when they're doing up a manager's job, right? And they've always had five candidates on this. Like there definitely wasn't five candidates when Neil Lennon got that job, Mark, because he was given that job in the dressing room. You know what I mean? And the shower. Yeah. And so the definitely. Baby Moyes, you know? baby Moyes expected a phone call that he'd get the job. Yeah, I remember you saying that to me, boy. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was Ed One, Mark, that was saying he actually thought he had the job. Oh no, Ed Two was it said that Paul? I yeah. See, no, but Paul, see that I watched the cup final. And then I went to chapel and see after the cup final, just after it, I was talking to him doing he said, Well, that'll be David Moyes getting phoned tonight and that kind of talk. Then I went to chapel, one of the guys I knew came in, just about ten to six and she's on see if I pointed new but the new boss and I was like, David Moyes and he's like, No, it's Lenny and I thought he was kidding me on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it was Ed too that told me that it was Brendan Rogers that was getting the job and Tim Alive and I went to the bookies and won a fortune off the Danage, you know what I mean? And and David Moyes had been told that the job was his and it would just be a case of getting the season over and done with and then he would have Jesus, man. I'd have taken David Moyes. I'd Definitely, have Mark. But Sid, we know like, where he has. I know they kind of have to fall off a bit now, like, but West Ham have never been in safe hands like they are now in uh, a long, long time. You know? A good manager, Moyes, he really is. He just, 
Because yeah, Manchester United uh, job Mark was too was too big for him. He went in there at the wrong time because any manager who yeah, was actually since Fox and left. Look what he's done at Everton. Look what he's doing at West Ham. Yeah, but exactly. I mean, I mean, don't get us wrong. If really, if it was Joyce now, it was between Ange and David Moyes. I'm taking Ange all day every day, no, no doubt about it. But no at the time, I don't be happy with Moyes because I think he's real Moyes. It would it would have been. Really, see, like I talk about like well set up teams and well drilled and well organised. Mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. That's what we would have been under boys. I don't think we would have been a flashy type of team like we were under Ange, but we'd have been a well organised team. We wouldn't have definitely wouldn't have went toe to toe with Barcelona and your PSGs and that. Paul, and no, definitely. Manager. Definitely. Um, overall, Mark, like, what did you think of Dean? I know you said look, it was done on on Celtic TV and a lot of the. The questions were structured, like you know what I mean. They, there was nothing there, like to kind of put him on the spot, like. But you know, I mean, he came across from the club, Mark. You could see, like, but you can he see GFP, Mark. You can see he's honest about the poem. You can tell that he has got a passion for the club. It'd be good to see, Mark, what JP says uh, actually about this interview because, uh, like, you could still see, Mark, that his voice is still there for the club. That he still wants the club. To win, do you know what I mean? And I think more so now because this year, considering what we're seeing across the road by Old Farm FC and their carry on lately, Mark, that Ange wants to step away from all this Old Farm. And, and I saw, and saw uh, David Desmond wants he wants to step away from this crap. Like, well, I, th- I think that's one of the reasons Paul that he gave that interview. It's you know, because uh, why else, really? Why else stay there? Why no wait to win? That'd be the league tied up. I mean, because let's face it, Paul. Because we take, I mean, we technically we could still lose the league. Mm-hmm. And then uh, thinking the ego in McDermott's face after that interview, if they did go into lose the league kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think there was a bit of an ulterior motive there, and I think it's convinced the way that Rangers would have approached this the tournament in Australia. Between mm-hmm. them, the way they've approached that and the way that they've approached the last derby game, I think that's brought Dermot Desmond out and said, we need to, we need to, yeah, so we need to kind of answer this without directly addressing it, kind of thing, because that, and that's my thinking on the planket, somebody gave you all that, Karen, with the Australian thing and that, he came out and gave this interview. And why did mm-hmm. Dermot Desmond date and no Nicholson? Exactly, Mark. I'm still having hard Nicholson actually say anything. He's like a quite a quite assassin there in the background or something like that, isn't he? Like Sheldon out the big bang theory into that. Yeah. He's like, you know, but he actually mentioned him, Mark, and he said that he's he's a young man with young ideas, Mark, and he said it's something that Celtic needed to to freshen up the board. You know, so maybe well, that's Mark, one of the things that we did. Because See, it was needed, Paul, a wee bit of, and I think I've said it before, Paul, imagine you sitting at a Celtic board meeting, right, you're sitting there and in bankers there and these other faceless guys that we don't know and stuff like that, and Peter Lowell walks in that room and right away Peter Lowell's the most important man mm-hmm. in that room, mm-hmm. and what he, what he says goes, unless Dermot Desmond's here, obviously, but at a normal board meeting, I don't, Dermot De- I don't even think Dermot Desmond, you know, he's not actually on that board, does he? No, no. You know, he's on like higher up board, the PLC board or whatever it is, but 
Peter Lowe walks into a room and Peter Lowe is the main man in that room and that's the way he protects himself out alone. So maybe Nicholson just maybe felt a wee bit over uh, overpowered with Lowe's kind of presence here and once Lowe's been out of the picture, Nicholson's proved that he's got ideas that impresses Dermot Desmond and watched and learned how these board meetings have went and what everybody and getting all the best bits sir. I mean again you've got to give Nicholson his due Paul because he's been in charge of the club Mackay just left abruptly. So he kind of yeah, not only Mark was the first team in Shambles Mac. Aye, but he had no people really seem to forget yeah. that. So this has just been flung into the guy's lap and he's obviously shown enough to Dermot Desmond to get the action get the job full time. You know, because I remember, Mark, when he got the job and Andrew saying that he had a lot of dealings with Nicholson already in signing players and, and dealing with Nicholson. Like, so, like, he's been no stranger to Andrew, you know, Mark. Do you know what I mean? So, like, Andrew clearly, Mark, waits him, like, and there seems to be something, Mark, that I haven't seen Athletic for a long time, Mark, is a relationship between the manager and the board that two of them are on point together. Like, they're listening to Andrew for his football ideas. And Ange Denmark is get letting them. So it was yeah, because remember he was asked about Yasa. It was that's when he copped about a week or two ago. He was he was asked about Yasa and Vickers, and he said that's not my department, mate. You know what I mean? That's the board's department. They're looking after that. Do you know what I mean? You know, Ange is letting them do their job, Mark. Do you know what I mean? Of course, Ange would probably come into discussions as well, Mark, saying he wants them there, but he's letting all this financial stuff. Too. The people which know, we should have been, Mark. That's that's it. It. Aye. And don't let the dates to football stuff too. Leave, and, football decisions get made with football people and the money's decisions get made with the money people. Just, it's, I mean, that, Paul, common sense when you think about it. I still think, though, Mark. As, as I've said as well, Paul, we used to be with our own here every week talking about Peter Lowe, this, Peter Lowe, that. I used to say to myself, it would be great, say to you, it would be great to have a the CEO that we weren't talking about all the time. And there's we have really haven't moved our moaning because we're both hearing from do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but maybe Mark like you're saying there like that Nicholson has kind of probably seen the way Peace of Law did stuff and when Peace of Law came out there and said stuff, Mark, he was it was either a hiss or it was a miss with the Celtic supporters. So maybe Mark he's saying, well Maybe next to say, well, I'm not going to come out and say anything. I don't have to be coming out saying anything. I do my my job is to sit at the board and make sure the club's in safe hands. I don't have to be the spotlight of Celtic Football Club like Peace or Lord did, Mark. Do you get me? When things are going right, Paul, it's easy to do that, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. things are going wrong, you know what I mean? When things are going wrong, what's the reaction going to be for like, say, Nicholson and things like that? You know, but even now, Mark, when, when things are flying, Mark, Mark if Peter Law would have been out in the media, oh, you know, Mark? Yeah, oh, definitely. Uh, Peter Law would have been out in the media, kind of taking a wee bit of the glory for everything. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, like, I, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Nicholson, Mark, kind of... He, he just looks to me, Mark, as, as, as that type of person anyway, Mark, that doesn't want to be in the uh, limelight. Uh, I doesn't want to be in front uh, of the camera. He looks like a... I mean, no offence to the guy, but, I mean, he looks like a wee kind of... Are you allowed to call people nerds? On the, do you know what I mean? Does he look like that kind of wee nerdy kind of guy that would be an accountant or a lawyer or something like that and be good at his job, but nobody would actually take any notice of him? Yeah, 
I still think though, Mark, there still needs to be uh, changes at the club, like because I still think Banker is going to retire soon. Maybe it could be next year, Mark, or the year after. But I don't think there's kind of much left in in Banker. Uh, Chris McKay, I think, will be uh, will slap into him. I think he's the next lad that that will go in there because Dermot uh, Dermot Desmond actually praised him, Mark, John. This this interview uh, kept going on about him saying that. They're with the club a long time. They know the club inside out. So I don't think, Mark, looking at what we saw with uh, Dominic McCoy, I, I don't think there'd be many uh, people coming in from the outside joining the Celtic board for for, for for another while anyway because of the, the risk that we took with Dominic McCoy. I think everything will be promoted now uh, within house. What? Hmm. I was thinking maybe Dermot Desmond's son to become the chairman, Paul. I definitely think they have lost, but Mark, isn't he kind of always kind of been there anyway? Aye, but he's not yet, he's only kind of acting as he's... I don't think he's officially a board member, is he, Like, Paul? I mean, no, you know, he's... I think like, he's, he's only there to... A mediocre just for, for Dermot Desmond, like, representing Dermot Desmond, Mark, in, in shareholder meetings. Like, but he was at the AGM, Mark, when... Semi-final. Uh, 
Kickoff is on Sunday at 2 o'clock at, at Hampton. Big game again, Mark, but like we could actually put the uh, old form FC's whole season uh, far apart in the next game, Mark. Can't they, Celtic? You know? Oh, if you win it Sunday, that's, that's their season finished as far as I'm concerned. But looking at the but last it, game, Mark... just a season, Paul, that's a body blow to them. But looking at the last game, Mark, right, because Celtic, like, we didn't expect us to concede early, but kind of after that, we kind of controlled the game. Are, are you expecting anything different from, from all from FC, Mark? Or you think, like, I know... Seeing kind of reports today, Mark, they're, they're, they're going to be missing a lot of players as well themselves. You know, Ryan Jack seems to be out now. Uh, Morales is, is out for the rest of the season. Dylan Kellen's out as well. Yeah. Tavernier's going to Liverpool, isn't he? I saw something, yeah. about, saw something about that. That's what I said, right? <laughs> I had to hold myself back, Mark, and I'll take up because I'd only get into an argument with the Rangers fans again, by. You know, and I, I couldn't have it. Couldn't stick on by. I'm not joined that on me anymore, to be honest. I warned, you, know? I warned you what it was like, didn't I? I warned you what Twitter was like. Yeah. And you argue with Rangers fans chasing that wee land a wolf all about social media stalking them. <laughs> well, I'm like 16, am I? <laughs> did you fuck with the boy with 10? Did you see the link I sent you? The boy that gave her 10 grand? Is 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 Angie's record? <laughs> See, you're chasing that now. Of course you? I am, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want the lawsuit on back. So is Angie's record, Mark? Is it is it is it is it four or three Glasgow derbies we had? No, is this one win, one loss, and 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 one oh. draw? Isn't it? Or is it two oh, wins? It's two wins. Two wins and and one draw. Isn't this? Aye. Two wins and one draw, so he's let Angels yet to lose. No, but then they lost to Merlin the season, didn't they? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How many times right. did he play on? Eh, I see that's. Well, we've got one Schmier to play them in the league. We've got one mm. loss. See, one... you're confusing me now. One loss, Mark. One win in this. Two wins. And one draw. How's it two wins if he played him only three times? How many times did he play him in the league? Three? Three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there was no draw? No. Well, I lost it. They beat us in the, at Ibrox. Oh, yes. 3-0 in January. And then we beat me. I get you. Yeah. I was going back there. I thought I was on his goal there still by us like this. <laughs> you know? You know, but I don't know, Mark, I've, uh, you're always nervous before uh, a diary. You know what I mean? You're always kind of nervous before. Like Terence, as I said, I'd no notes prepared tonight. I thought, Mark, I'd be all over the place. And look what happens when Paul doesn't prepare his notes. Huh? That's what happens, Marky, boy. I forget. I forget things. <laughs> you know? You know I'm, well, quite, I'm quite confident for Sunday, Paul. Uh, again, really, I don't. It's at Hamden, big, wide park. That that suits us as well. Did you know something? I I read today. Uh, Celtic are unbeaten seventeen games at Hampton Park. Seventeen games were unbeaten there, Mark. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's some record, man. Uh, you know, unbeaten. Uh, considering Hampton Park, Mark used to be kind of a bogey place for us. Remember Neil Lennon couldn't win. Uh, until until, until, until Ronnie Doyle came in Denmark, it was still kind of up and down. Then Rogers got the ball rolling. Then with all, all the triple trebles, like what, like seventeen wins, Mark. That's like that's some record. That's you know, I'd be interesting if Steve Buzz could work out if that was that was actually a record, Paul. Is that consecutive wins or out of so many? Those uh, wins, seventeen games unbeaten. The market that that's seventeen games in a row. I actually have it here. I, got, I actually screenshot this. The second time I get up there, though. But just even... Oh, wait, wait, they pinned everything on beating us at Ibrooks. Celtic have their first record. Yeah, Mark, 17, 17 games uh, un- unbeaten. You know? Well, that's, that's, a good, that's a good omen as well, isn't it? But just even... Even people on the forum that keep I know it's a game anything can happen. I'd be happy to get through with extra time in that. We destroyed them in the rain midden just a couple of weeks ago. We've got nothing to fear come Sunday. No, I think the pressure's on. The pressure's made on, on them. On Denmark and 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 how 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 they're going to handle the pressure because Mark, it's going to be a big ask from them considering the injuries that they have. They're they're, they're going to be playing later on tonight. If they get knocked out of the Europa League tonight, Mark, that's a a big blow to their morale. And just didn't you have actual shite there, Paul? Yeah. I mean, I've stayed all season. They're not a good team. They've not. They're, they're, they're just seem to constantly kind of grind out results, even in Scotland, Paul. Mm-hmm. But, and, but as I said, we just went to the Red Midden two weeks ago and beat them. Mm-hmm. But see, it's harder to go and beat them in that than it is going to be Even with them. a full a full eye block stadium, Mark. Full eye block oh, stadium. I know, because that's what they thought. They thought with them with the majority of Rangers fans in the stadium, the Earth players were going to vault. And... So we're going no. to have no Celtic fans next season. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Just, you know uh, what, Mark? Looking at no Mark. Look at the marker down, Paul. Their full season hinges on Sunday. Mm-hmm, exactly. Exactly, like we could like, was was it you, Mark, that sent me the link there? They, they, they're already calling for uh, G. Van Bronckhorst's head. Ah, uh, there's a lot uh, of them already. Looking on, like, he's he has signed. Somehow, I don't think Wiltshire was his signing anyway, Mark. I think th- no. that was the board that did, Mark. So he's actually signed no players, Mark. I think that were actually his, and a lot of these players, Mark. Can't play in his system anyway. Oh, you know what I mean. You know, I've said Paul when he's Cabinier was getting exposed at his defending because he has to stay back, Mark. Aye, so, and I've I've seen Rangers fans moaning about that, Paul. Me, I mean, I've said that to you. He seemed to be moaning that Van Bronckhorst didn't like to bear you push forward as much as he should and things like that. But I mean, I still maintain Van Bronckhorst a good coach, Paul. You don't mm-hmm. win the Dutch league if you're not a good coach. Mm-hmm. Now, you're going to a Dutch club and everything's in place for me, Paul, your youth, your... get what I mean? We know how the Dutch... Exactly, Mark. All, yeah, the, Dutch... all, all, all the Dutch clubs are like that. Uh, yeah. And he's come yeah. into this big in a poke at Ibrox. It's... They've got some decent players. They've got some prima donnas. You get what I mean? All these other things. They've not got any money. Didn't spend any money in January. You say they kind of get forced. Ramsey, an unfit Jack Ramsey. Aye, Jack Ramsey. And Ramsey and stuff like that. But 
Do you know what Rudy Van Bronckhurst? If I was Van Bronckhurst, I would be wanting it myself, Paul, because without getting this Champions League money that they were expecting you to get. So what do we say, Matt, that they at least, they, they're going to have to sell Kent because he's in his last year. Uh, Morris is in, is in his last year. Will you be going back? Uh, what's his name at the back, Mark? Uh, the fella that he came up from England. Uh, what's his name? Goulson. Is it Goulson? Yeah, Goulson. Goulson, aye. A lot of people, Mark. And I never thought Rangers fans, Mark, or sorry, all from fans, Mark, would would turn in Adam McGregor. He was the holy grail for them last season, Mark, and now they're really saying he needs to retire. Aye, aye, and I don't think there'll be much confidence in that the young backup guy. No. So I think that's why they have been sniffing about Seagrass for Dundee United. Mm-hmm. Which, from your point of view, would be a good sign. And to be honest with you, Paul, you know, we've obviously spoke about... Uh... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I just thought of a cropped player, then Rilcher came into my head. So, <laughs> Ramsey, you know, but, but he's Mark, so he was the holy grail, sure, like Ramsey wanted for them. And I haven't seen Barty's goal against us, Mark. I done didn't nothing. see nothing got me excited about Ramsey in that in that, that game. game, Paul, he scored that goal in early. Exactly, that was it. He done nothing after that. It was just a... That was a publicity training, Paul. There was no, there was no uh, thinking behind that. There was no planning where he was going to play. Mark, it's a bad sign, Mark, when, when, when the team that's selling him are saying to you, take him, we'll play his full wages. Do you know what I mean? We, we'll actually pay his wages if we take him. I mean, that just shows how Juventus wanted the most of their club. Like... It's no doubt, Paul, it's like, you honestly, Paul, it's like a kind of Peter Lowell kind of loan signing. Yeah, exactly. And, and who would that, who, who that remind you of now, Mark? Like, a player like Ramsey, that piece of all took to, to Celtic. Like, yeah. what kind of player would you think was was like that? I'd, I'd look at nearly down the days of Carlton Cole, Mark, or something like that, we bought in there, do you know, like, when we bought in, uh, a player, Mark, Colin, Colin, Richards, yeah, yeah, and that was a, I mean, that, that was a blatant, I've said, explained that before, that was a blatant favour to that dude with the hand, the guy was mm-hmm. due to get banned for, well, I can't mean if it's hitting a reporter, or, when he spoke to a reporter, he drew a ban, 
studio to hand needed to get him out of the country kind of thing and Peter Lowe says, oh send him out here that calling Kazim Richards and he came out here and just no, another one, Ian Wright, I hate Ian Wright, I hate mm-hmm. him. He was another one that came in and uh, that's, the, that's exactly the kind of signing Paul. Um, George Eno, Mark, was another one, Mark, that kind of never took off. Uh, but, he was a good, but, uh, but he was a good player, Paul. What, did, thought, I say, what did I read about him, Mark? Actually, went, there, there was something on Twitter about him. And some people were saying about flop signs, and one fella put him up on... People were saying that, that he was never played... Like, who was the manager back then when we signed? Was that uh, John Barnes and Kenny Douglas? John Barnes and Kenny Douglas, that they never played him in this kind of right position. Yeah. If Billy just came off the back, he won the World Cup, Paul. He was a great wee player, but he just, mm. it just didn't. See that kind of signing, that's it. I believe you've said that signing Janino was an actual risk, Paul. It just, it was just one of these signs that didn't work out. I remember uh, I was actually. Um, over in Spain, I was after finishing my leaving start, and I was over in Spain watching uh, his, his his game inside the Celtic pub mark in, uh, in Santa Panza. Well, well, I am saying that it was Mark O'Neill this same, Janino. Was it Mark O'Neill time, was this? I think it was down, the, it was down around the end, end of, uh, of of his, uh, Mark O'Neill's uh, kind of last season, I think, Mark, as well. Yeah, I think it was. Well, uh, the yeah. City get man in the match, his first derby game, my mistake. That was this. That was this. The 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 first game I saw. Um, but like two players there. know you we we mentioned there, Mark Carlton Cole and uh, Cameron Richardson. Like, and there was Dermot Desmond saying in his interview that every manager has I know. Uh, has the same. And two players that were signed on the piece, a lot who couldn't play in in Ronnie Dyla's uh, how Ronnie Dyla played back because two of them weren't even fit. Like no wonder Ronnie Dyla Mac was was wasn't given a fair share of Celtic or because he wasn't given the resources that that were and just be given hope. No, no, definitely. See, probably Paul as well. See if still, I don't think Ronnie Dyla could have done the job that Angie's done. Comes to the kind of recruitment side. Mm-hmm. He sees the coaching that the team Paul. I still, I still maintain one. I mean, he still worked for the city group, so he must have something about him as well, Paul. Exactly. And exactly, man. See, I, I keep, I mean, I keep Brian's on earlier. Oh, I want Brian on the chat. See, that if we win the treble, or the board will be forgot about. Brian doesn't know me. I've known about the Celtic board for ten years, and I thought mm-hmm. you know that. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. And yeah. that's the thing. At the time, the way the club was structured. We stopped with, see if we'd set up with a director of football and that above Ronnie Dyla, it would have kicked point for there and it would have worked better, hell a lot better. Mm-hmm. Sure, I mean, I remember, Mark, when we had um, uh, Jeanette Fenley on, Mark, and, and she said it like that. That's what happened. What you just said there is that because we were winning, people totally just forgot about these, these problems we had in the board. But these problems are still there. And I, and I, I think, Mark, like, we, we give we give credit where credit is due, and Dermot Desmond spoke honestly to, uh, in his interview. But I still think, Mark, that Ian Banker has a lot of power within our club. He's the chairman. He's the chairman, folks. He's the chairman. As long as he's there, Mark, I can't see. I see, Paul, I've got to disagree with you. I've, I see the power lies with the CEO. But can you see, like, but then you're looking then, Mark, to 
Do you Dominic blame McKay it back? No, no, but I was saying it's like you go look look at them you look at Dominic McKay. They were saying there was a fallout between him and the board that the board didn't see his vision. So what if Nicholson has a different vision to the board? What's gonna happen there? Are they gonna vote Nicholson Oaks? The Nicholson's coming for years and years of working alongside this board and maybe just tweeting their vision, Paul. Because mm-hmm. the guy maybe wanted to rip up their vision and start from scratch. Nicholson's probably... But that's what I think what happened. Nicholson, like Nicholson's maybe watched, watched the way the clubs get rang and thought, if I come in here with drastic changes, I'm going to end up getting out of here. Mm-hmm. So I'll tweak this and I'll tweak that and just change this a wee bit and do this better, a wee bit better. Just... Yeah, well, I mean, we don't come in and try and rip it up and start again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, 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 for me, Paul, I think the guy that's running the club day to day is the most powerful guy at the club. Nicholson? Yeah. To me, Paul, I, even, even, well, Nicholson's got the year of the board. Has Ange got the year of the board? Ange isn't at board meetings. Oh, he is, yeah. You know what I mean? Ange doesn't get any sit when they board meetings, and Nicholson's there, kind of thing. If something happened, see if it, I've not seen the fans of that would accept it, but in any company, Paul, you'll know, you're working parents and that, and I don't know if there are guys in the chat, but, but it's the guy that's immediately above you, Paul, that holds the power over you. Well, well, don't, I, 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 so I Nicholson's, the, Nicholson's the guy immediately above answer. You get what I mean? If things go wrong there, who do you think's going to win? I've seen it with Peter Lowe, many months of the default way in the lost to Peter, Peter Lowe. Mm-hmm. The push goes to show, but I think it's the CEO's kind of. I'm not saying he could just walk in the morning and say, right, I want him sacked. He'd have to obviously kind of explain it's himself a vote, to the board yeah, and it's that. A, it's a vote, no, Mark. Aye, aye. But I, I just think that the CEO's the kind of guy that the most power kind of club because he's involved in everything at the day to day type of running these things. Mm-hmm. Um, back to the game, anyway. Uh, like, I was kind of. It, it was kind of the first. Um, Kind really, Mark, that in the last two games, last couple of games, I kind of started seeing Ange kind of stick with the same starting lineup. You know, uh, Gia Marcus through the middle, uh, Mida, Yasa, out the right, Rodjek, Yase, McGregor. W- would you st- start this game again, Mark, considering how well they did in the, the last couple of games and, and the trash well, we gave St. Johnson? Would you stick this game or? Would you do yeah. it some? Is G. Marcus' face? We don't know that, really, G. do G. Marcus is fit, we start G. Marcus, definitely, Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rogic as well, I'd start Rogic. Uh, and Mother, two midfielders, would probably be McGregor and Hattati, just for the way Hattati played that game. I think Hattati would be looking a wee bit lethargic in that, Paul, but I think it's what I've seen against him, uh, seen it of him against St. Johnson, I thought he looked really sharp, sharp and well, just going what you're saying there, like I think it's good actually to start uh, Roderick and and have and and, and Yasser Mira just to have when 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 the old form are are, are tiring, you're taking off Roderick, you're taking off a bad, uh, you're taking off Hayasa, and there you are, man, I mean, you're bringing on O'Reilly, you're bringing on Mel Kyogo, you're bringing on, do you know what I mean? You, you have even faster um, players coming on. And Rogic, Rogic, the way Rogic played at Ibrox the other week, just, just in that, see that wee pocket of space, Paul, between the midfield and the defence, Rangers, Rangers couldn't, they couldn't get near him in the wee pockets of space he was picking up in there. 
If mm-hmm. see that for, honestly, I'd go as far as say, Paul, see that forty five minutes, the first half of that last derby game with Rogic. That for me that's the best forty five minutes I've ever seen Rogic play in a Celtic shot. Definitely. Consistently early, I mean he's come in with these wee wonder goals and these wee sparks of magic. But for the forty five minutes, Paul, they couldn't have lived for him. No. They really no. couldn't, and for me, that's... He could have had a hat-trick, Mark. Ah, for me, Rogic is good to start on Sunday against him, because they, that last game, they, they just, whether, it can, whether that's down to the work the other players are doing to pull their defence and give them that kind of space, I don't know, Paul, you'll know better about that kind of stuff, but for me, just in that wee, that feel like your number 10, 3 row kind of guy plays, they, they could not get near him that day. When you look at there, right, just, just go by what you're saying, right, you have... You have Roderick there, Mark, who, and we've always said it, Mark, is the best passer of the ball that that can pick out these little gaps in, 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 in defences. And if you have Maida or Yas or Marcus who who won't stop, like, and they'll keep moving, because you see how confused they were, Mark, against us in the first half when Yas and, and Maida kept switching. Yeah, they have scored. Did they? Aye. Oh, for fuck's sake. You know, well, that's only going to play into our hands, Aye. Right? Because the more games they have in there, do you know what I mean? You know, wouldn't be brilliant if they got West Ham. <laughs> They'd tear them apart. But, like, the, the spaces work, the, the space, as I say, Mark, the space that our, our three attackers will be making, we need a player like Roger to pick out that pass. You know, like I remember the the, the, the we, first see, game back when passes, you had me and Yasser. The same passes that he tries to slide between the centre back, the full back, fall for the wing at the run on. Hey, see if they work, they really work. Aye, but he's one of the best at the of goal. McGregor, McGregor's, I think McGregor. See, McGregor, McGregor for me is a totally different player than the type of player I expect him he was going to be for Celtic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a great player. I think he's a great player, but he's not the type of player that I thought he was going to be, Paul. He was younger, like, arriving late in the box, kind of, a bit Paul McStay's kind of that idea. He's not doing that kind of job. But we've seen him doing that kind of, the the last, the last couple of games, though, Mark. We've seen him kind of... I've been beat on, I've been beat on, playing a place for a bit further. Some is shooting shocking right enough, to be fair, him right enough, but... You don't buy a, if you don't buy a ticket into it, you're not going to win. You know, um what's your, predic- your prediction for Sunday? No, so what's your line-up? What's your, 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 your full line-up? Yeah, what would you go with your line-up? Yeah. Well, Hart, Geranovic, Carter Vickers, Starfield, Taylor, eh, McGregor, Hattati, Rogic, Yo on the left. Probably going my out on the right and Gio Kamakis through the middle. Yeah, that's what I think what how my thing is like is is Gio Marcus fit Mark? There was there was things like people asking, is he actually fit for training or is he thing Mark? But we actually I thought so. I thought I seen he'd been training the day, Paul. I thought I'd seen some on Twitter that he'd been training. In the day, you know, because well, even if no, even if no, Paul, Kyogo's well, going to be fit. So just plump him in there. You know, I think, yeah, I like it's it's a good thing, you know, Mark, that we have 
uh, Kyogo back like that, but just it's maybe a good thing, but didn't they risk him? Yeah, the other you know, week when it was a bit touch and go. I mean, Angie Self said everybody looked at Celtic. Uh, Lennox can be Kyogo was in his face to make sure that he noticed it was fit and running about well, sir. Seems yeah. to be ready to go, sir. If you can Marcus Disney make it, I'd be just as happy with Kyogo in there. I just but don't, don't, we, don't go with Maida through the middle, please just don't. No, Mark, it doesn't. It 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 doesn't work, and and we've seen that. Like you see what he brings to the team, Mark, when he's out on on, on the wings. It doesn't seem to have that kind of striker's instinct, Paul. No, he doesn't, Mark. And I'm. Um, what you're saying, he's running. He's he's a very similar type of player to Kyogo, Paul. But it's just mm-hmm. not got that kind of striker's instinct like Kyogo's got or Jake Marcus has got. I mean, he's had a few. He's duffed a real, he has duffed a good few chances, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And consider as well, Mark, how Jay Marcus actually wound up. Uh, uh, they didn't th- like it at all, didn't they? They, they didn't like that, Mark. How he's in their faces, like, and him chasing down the ball, um, Reid chasing down the ball. Like, 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 they were making mistakes, Mark, that we we kind of came used before, to see. We were forcing them into the mistakes. Yeah. That's the thing about it, that's... Yeah, and these are things, Mark, we didn't see them them making like we didn't see these dangerous players kicking the ball away out of playing. But that's down to all the way and has us playing. Do you get me? You know. I go the same as you, Mark. Uh, I think the only change I would do if I had to make a change, Mark, the only change I would make is a bad for Yasser. You know, I, I think Yasser marked the last few games, like, you know, he's not been scoring, but he's putting in passes. But if we want goals, I think a bad is more of a goal dress than so Yasser, if I'm so honest. So I play Maida on the left, you're on the right, uh, mm-hmm. a bad on the right. Mm-hmm. Ah, so you know, I, I, just, I just think, Mark, like, you look at the way Celtic put in the ball. And we've seen it loads of times with Yasser over over the last couple of games, Mark. The way he just slips in off the back post. Do you know I mean? And, and Yasser doesn't kind of do that to what, like... Abada uh, coming in, uh, Abada yeah, running into yeah. the back post, I well, scored well, a few goals that way, like he really he has. Marks, like that, that's one thing that has impressed me about about Abada, Mark, is that he's, he's timing he's to get into the box, Mark, so standing, like, and... He, for me, he he's definitely young player of the year. Abada. Young, yeah, young player of the year. No, young player of the year. Mm, don't know about that. Well, who would you go? Ralston. Is Ralston still young enough for that? Ralston's about twenty-two, no, Mark. Like twenty-two's a bit like it's kind of. Ah, but you don't need to be. Young player, is there no under twenty-three. Year, no, no, no under Ah,ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、
if that's what these scouts were saying about him back then, imagine how good he's going to be when he actually sussed his out. Under the guidance of of Ange, you know, how good can a batter come under Ange? I mean, if we're seeing him nowhere, and like he, he did have a bad spell there, the it, it kind of, but that was due, like we said, that Mark, that he was only after COVID and I'd been injured and he caught COVID and a bit in and out of games and that. But again, Paul, we're, we're sitting here bumming at oh, Celtic going to pre sign Dumbelly, but if he leaves for nothing, and this, this, this guy's about bad as at the same time, he's level as Dumbelly. Mm-hmm. And look what he's done. Do you know what I mean, sir? That's the kind of, I mean. Mark, I was reading there. Um, uh, on the forum about the um, the Celtic and uh, the old form give me two seconds you know, Paul right and basically what what people and, and I've if any lads here have went to B games uh, lately that a lot of people Mark haven't actually been impressed with young Dembele saying they can't see actually all all the hype about him you know, so it, it get me thinking, Mark, has there actually been reasons why he's not actually in the first team? Is he actually as good as as we said he has been when, when he was younger and he's actually not this player now? You know? Just what's your uh, thoughts like that, lads, uh, on the live chat, uh, young Dembele? You there, Mark? Hi, hello. Sorry, Paul Jack. Yeah. No, I'm not going to thank you, but... You are right. I just saying there, Mark, that in the B team there, like uh, a lot of fans who were at the last couple of matches, but especially with the old form Bs, and um, they were saying that that they haven't been impressed by Young Dembele at all. That they haven't oh. been. That has he been built up too early, Mark, as when he was a youngster, and no, he actually can't live up to that. Expectation, Mark, because a lot of people, Mark, have said he hasn't been great at all. You know? Uh, Tina, a lot of people actually saying that, Paul, they watch kind of the D games and that, but me, Paul, there's a list of players can, as long as you're Aram, it goes back years that they're brilliant young players and never made the grade. Mm-hmm. And Dumbelli mm-hmm. maybe just seems to maybe just be falling into that kind of bracket. I think so, Mark. I, think I, don't, but I don't think it helped him get injured last season. No, yeah, I think that was a big blow, Mark, because I think mean, he, he would have definitely got a chance yeah, this season on the Ange. You know? As I've said, I don't blame for a minute. I don't blame Neil Lennon no for giving him game time last season. Although he promised him at Paul's, I've said, you throw a young guy, that the kind of hype surrounding them, Belly Pog, you throw him into a team that's struggling, and it's as if, oh, this is our saviour, he's going to save, be the saviour of the team through this bad patch. And if it doesn't work out, the crowd are right on his back for that. So I don't I don't really blame Lennon for not giving him the game time they promised him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, not to do with Celtic, Mark, but this is something that I, I came across it actually in the last 10 minutes when I was, when I was talking on the podcast. Uh, it seems like Sky Sports... <laughs> Uh, up to the old tricks again there with Celtic. Uh, they're sure, supposed to be short. 17 games are left to mark in the Sky Sports and Scottish Premiership deal. There's 17 games left to show. And Sky Sports are only going to be shown 12 of them 
from now until the end of the season. So there's five games, Mark, that they're not going to be showing. There's two games down the relegation battle for for St. John's Day that they're not showing. I thought every Celtic game for new to the end of the season. Every Celtic game is on, yeah. Every Celtic game is on, yeah. Every Celtic game. But it's the likes of the teams, Mark, that's going to be in the dog fight for the final European places, Mark. And they're not going to be showing the matches down for the relegation battle mark between St. Johnston, Aberdeen, kind of in there, and well, Aberdeen, I can say, but they're not showing uh, two matches about the St. Johnston, that St. Johnston will be short two games live from Sky Sports. Now, it's not just about Celtic, Mark, it's about the Sky deal. Like, this isn't the right. first time, Mark, Sky have done this, the, the Scottish football. We've seen it last season, we've and seen that, it from the before. Affect, that'll affect St. Johnston's TV money. Revenue, Mark, yeah. Uh, revenue. That's, that's, that's totally wrong, Paul. Totally. There's, two, there's two games when there's, uh, there's, there's, there was saying there's a week when there's going to be no European football and there's going to be midweek games, Mark, in between that, those weeks. And that's when there's a free slot and there's a free slot in Sky Sports schedule as well from the Premiership. And is, they're, they're showing a League 2 match. A league too much. Scandalous, it really is. I, I'm never under. I, I mean, see for what we get for the money off the TV, Paul. We shouldn't. See, supposing BT offered us two million pound less than Sky did. Surely the way BT were presenting Scottish football and the way they were doing the shows and that. The guys that are running the game must say, is that is it worth losing two million pound and each club maybe losing? Exactly, Mark. It's 70, 60,000 a year, but the way BT were promoting it, things compared to Sky, I mean, it's night and day, it really is. It's just, it's just, we're just an afterthought. All they're interested in is... Look at the revenue, Mark. Look at the revenue St. Johnston are, are losing here because of this Sky D. Like, do you know what I mean? You know, right. like, they're not going to fill their stadium, Mark. We know that was St. Johnston. Like, so this is partly how they're going to get revenue is getting these TV deals, do you know what I mean? Oscar, you're actually going to still which makes it even worse, Paul, when you think about it. Uh, we'll, get, we'll just no bother about us coming up to show you again, but we'll give you the odd 30, 40 grand or whatever your losses are not sure. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly. a bigger slap in the face, really, isn't it? Like you look at BT Sport there, Mark, and it, when, when Monica has the, the, the satellites here from Paul, Mark, and I have the Canal Plus, so I can watch this some games and that and if they're showing the Premier League games Mac, they have the full schedule on I mean, it, they just don't put it on to their sports channels they put it on to their normal TV channels as well do you get me? Aye, so you're getting the full like how many different channels do Sky have Mark? they have the Sky Arts they have the Sky Sports 3 4 5 if we're not going to be showing Formula 1 on, 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 on a Sunday why not show a football match instead of showing a Formula 1 fixing right. from two, three years ago? Do you get me? Sky Golf Channel, Sky... Exactly, Mark. Why just move a Sky SPL channel? Exactly, Mark. Or something like... Or even put... If there's no golfer, Mark, put a, an SPL match on those channels. Do you get me? Aye, uh, something like that. You know... But it's it's just, it just always seem to be back in the afterthought. I don't know. Do you follow that Roger Mitchell's Twitter poll? No, no. 
I'll send you a link to his account. You probably don't know who it is. This was a guy, he used to be in charge of the Scottish League and that, and right, he was a bit of a daddy at the time. But a lot of the things that he tried to do was, right, he tried to set up Scottish TV, uh, SPL TV channel, things like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I remember you saying that to me, Mark, yes, I remember you saying that. Aye, sir, so, I mean, for me, that would be a good idea. But Mark, don't the La Liga have that? A La Liga channel? Uh, is that still going, Paul? I know they did used to have a thing like I that. Don't, I, don't, I, actually don't, I don't, I actually don't know if it's still going. But that's, but, that's Roger Mitch, Mitchell. He wanted to take, I, I kind of, a lot of the stuff he came up with was a bit, it was a bit like an American, American idea with NFL and stuff like that. But a lot of stuff he, he did come up with, and he still talks about it on Twitter, but he tried to, he tried to implement things that always, it just always came down to it. Celtic Avengers mm-hmm. go for it. Mm-hmm. They had to get the two in at the same time to go for it. And it was always David Murray always felt the Rangers. Oh, yes, I do. I remember this one. Yeah, you know how Paul McGregor there, there was rumours then that he was interested in buying Celtic down at Solango. I met him yes. getting involved there. Yes. I, well, it's him. I, I mean, as I said, they used to be a bit of a jokey figure, but a lot of what he was trying to do, Paul, if it had been through the time, but Scottish football would have been a, bit, a, bit, a lot better place than it is than now. Stuff like that, and Sky just were just a really were just an afterthought to them. All they care about is the box office numbers for exactly derbies. They don't care about the rest of Scottish football. Whereas BT showed a bit a bit of caring about it, and it was well represented. It was well balanced. Oh, definitely, You could actually sit down and listen to Ali McCoy on BT Sport. Rather than sitting down and listening to a bigot like Chris Boyd. Ah, oh, exactly, Spice. exactly. Do you know what I mean? You know, I know at the end of the day, he's still a Rangers player and, and he still blows out trees horrible about Rangers, Mark. But if something's good about Celtic, Mark, he'd say it's good about Celtic, you know, Boyd. Do you know what I mean? Uh, not Boyd, sorry, McCoy. McCoy's back. You know? I mean, if you if you end up working in the media at that kind of level, Paul, nobody needs to like, no, no no nobody needs to nobody needs to tell anybody that Alan McCoy is a Rangers supporter. You, you even see you even see Gary Neville Mark come out criticising Manchester United. You even see James Carragher criticising Liverpool. Do you know what I mean? You know, I did talk, man. I did talk by Sky. Something up because Andy Walker. Andy Walker's another one. Charlie Nicholas. No, but I interested. I was just going to come to China Nicholas there, and an interesting thing popped up, and it was on uh, the 67 Hail Hail uh, Twitter feed, Mark. They said that since leaving Sky Sports, Charlie Nicholas and Chris Boyd have changed their tune towards Cummins. Chris Cummins, yeah. And they're actually saying positive things about Celtic since they left. So I'm saying, like, Mark. Are they actually told to be anti-Celtic or is that how they get their views for the, I the English? I don't think they're maybe told, Paul, but I think they maybe pick up... Is it better TV, Mark, better TV coverage that if a Celtic player is criticising Celtic, it's going to be better for the channel kind of a thing? Maybe they'll criticising Celtic, but maybe being like kind of pro-Rangers. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's how... I, you know what I mean? I think, I think maybe, maybe quickly suss out or I need to kind of... No, can you no imagine, wonder they don't, no wonder the one Chris Sutton is. No, but, I, but really, can you, I mean, Rangers fans hate Chris Sutton, but half the time Chris Sutton's going to be kind of better, poking, poking, a stick to wind him up. But
Celtic version of Chris Boyd getting on the telly. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tom, exactly. Tom Boyd can't go on the telly, the mainstream telly, because he moans about referees too much. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, that's, that's, that's why Tom Boyd can't get a gig with Sky, because he'll just moan about referees for most of the time, about the mistakes they make, mm-hmm. and they can't, there's no interest in that. I had a thing there as well about the referees, Mark, and I have to look into it. I can't, I can't find it now, but I find it. Uh, we had Bobby Mad, Bobby, Bobby Madden, the referee. Uh, Sunday, indeed, Bobby Madden. Aye. We'd had him uh, seven times so far this season. Bobby Madden. He left us seven times. It's the most teams he's left this season. It says Dick Bobby Madden, and I can't. See, I was looking like. And I can't see, Mark, nowhere where one referee has refed one club so often in any league, Mark. Do you know what I mean? You know? We only had Beeson twice, would you believe? Has it? And there were two Rangers matches. Uh, we had this fellow Welch uh, three times. And again, Mark, they were all... Uh, not Rangers, we call them the old form. They were all the old form FC matches. So, Mark, just this group are only left Yeah. In the last couple of derbies, Mark, you haven't left them getting out of the box. No. Like, they get their free kicks. Like, so I think that's what we need to do. And we need to cut out these silly free kicks that we gave them in the last game. And keep in and around our box again. Keep all the wee passes at the back and for that. I bet they kiss from Sharper, Paul. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think there's a few more minutes, Joe Hart. There's a few things out, Mark. Yeah, that's one thing that, that boss, Mark, it's, it's, it's directed from Ange. You know, it doesn't matter, Mark. He said it. If they make a mistake, the way he makes, Mark, that's done to him. That's the way he wants. But I'm a firm believer, Mark, that if you're in trouble, keep the ball. Sometimes it's best just to put your foot through it, Paul, and get it out the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I know it probably wouldn't work that way. I'd even have that argument back to Ange. If I was playing for Ange and there was a timer, Kind of belt, just belted the boy at the park a few well, times. Mark, we saw it a few times this season. Anyway, we when, when, like, in the early days of when Joe Hart came in, Mark, when the first couple of months he was there at Celtic, we, we've seen Joe Hart not put us under this pressure. We've seen him kick the ball out on, on his own decisions, Mark, but now we, he, he's inclined to do that. And we, we do play ourselves into trouble again. Like, we will concede a goal by it, Mark. And, oh, and definitely, we will concede that. I just hope it's not on Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Like, but, you, know, uh, you can see it is going to happen. Because the more and more now, Mark, I see is, and the more I've seen a lot of teams do it, is that when it's on goal kick, Mark, or free kick, and Joe has taken it, their attackers are practically up, up in our box anyway. So there's very little space for us to to play the ball out. Uh, even the goal kicks and they're just passing it about the defence for a goal kick and that is just crazy as well man it really it is, is man Mark you're, you're really playing a, a dangerous game like, and these are how 
Because as, as soon as the boy enters play, Paul, you're allowed to press you. So the two says they're pressing you in your own box. You're expecting... I mean, you'd have back and regret Can you imagine so many defenders were fed even at Champions League the years and not being able to play that way, Paul? Exactly, Mark, yeah. I wouldn't buy. I, I wasn't that type of keeper, Mark, why? Like, <laughs> Anto- Anton Wogan or somebody like that, yeah, trying to play it, that kind of game. It really has changed. Like, you know, the, the role of a keeper now, Mark, is... You'll basically have to be a footballer. A sweeper keeper into that, yeah. what you call it. You know, um, and I've told you as well, there will be, I maybe not be this season now, but I've said that a few times, and even my wife's noticed it as well. I'm just waiting and hearts caught outside these books and getting long chipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of the time heart is sitting there like, you know, he is, Mark. He's that. Uh, it doesn't it, take a great player to do it, Paul, really. It just he, takes a lucky player to do it, really. We do play, Mark, very, very high line. But what I noticed is that Starfield seems to be quicker than any centre-back that, that we've had. You know? And Ivanovic is always there to cover, Mark, so we'll we see. Like, but I, I feel like we some a really, a really good winger of that, Paul. We could, cross, yeah, uh, exactly. I'm not saying it's going to really happen in Scotland. I'm talking about different class. Be, there's, there's, actually, there's actually, Mark, I saw it down in England and... A lot of England fans are actually calling for Joe Hart to be called up to the English team again. That's because just, of his form. That's just Celtic fans. No, it's actually, it's actually England. It was on the, there's, there's another podcast, it's a Manchester United podcast, it's called United Stand. And it was in around the time of the international break there, Mark, and when Pickford was in goal, people were saying, how in the name of God is actually Pickford? In Big, goal. Bigford's not a great keeper either. No, look at the amount of goals, Mac. He's conceding for everything. Week in and week out, he's conceding goals. And one fella said, like, one fella came up in the, in the night, he said, we, tell you, we, we can't go far wrong in calling up Joe Hart. And every person agreed with him. Joe, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, Mac, if Joe Hart is called up. I mean, because if you look at the keepers there and you're looking on form, Joe Hart is about the best English keepers out there at the moment. Paul, we had still the Scottish League, but into it. I mean, that's the way the English look at things. Exactly, exactly. But even, even, even uh, Gareth Southgate and that, that they'll still look at that. He's playing well. Yeah, but you look at no matter. If everything do get relegated, right? Okay, all right. And if everything refused to sell Pickford. Now he's been Gareth Southgate's goalkeeper since Gareth Southgate came England manager. Do you think Southgate will continue with Pickford in the Championship, or will he move to a different keeper within the Premier League, like likes of Ramsey, the young Nick Pope for Burnley, uh, or, or Dean Henderson? I wouldn't see him go for Pickford, Mark, if 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 he's done that Championship. You no, know, I because don't think he would. No. There's a lot of good players back in that championship that, that are deserving of it. He would probably still pick him in the squad, Paul. He no. would probably still pick him in the squad, but I don't know if he would pick him as number one. Because that's the problem with England, Mark. They don't see outside the Premier League for their group of players. No, that's, I mean? that's why I'm saying I can't see Joe Hart getting in there. Yeah, exactly. No. Just the usual looking down their nose at Scottish football kind of thing, or Joe Hart he was finished down here and look, he's up there. 
like, but we were all about Crystal Palace there the other day, like, and the amount of money Mark Day paid for Edward Mackney can't even get in their starting lineup. You know, and that was definitely looking at that now, Mark. That was his agent wanting money out of Edward. That was a bad move for him, Mark. It was Vieira, Vieira, it was Vieira that wanted Edward. Yeah, how, how, and then how it, bad is that you doing, Mark? He's changed the way they play as well, as well. I wrote at times he's playing with a false nine in that, I was reading, Paul, sir. Yeah, Edward, Edward, Edward is actually on the we, like we, we actually saw, Mark, here uh, in Scotland, that Edward actually can't play on the wings. He's not that type of player. You know, he likes to be down the centre with the ball coming to him not to be kind of torn oh, his back yeah but Sarney made them barely as well I'm very surprised Mark that a lot of teams haven't gone in for him at least yeah I mean, exactly he kind of fell away off the radar there seems to be kind of no one he's in Spain and London now isn't he yeah no he's not he's back as uh, is he back at Leon? Leon yeah sure he was on loan as a uh, let's go Madrid sure he's back with Leon now right. yeah yeah I mean, a couple you know, of, just uh, maybe 18 months ago and that, you had big teams down in England and that, looking at him, Man United and Arsenal were looking but at him. Mark, you look at Manchester that. United now, Mark, like, and how shambles they are, like, a player like Dembele could easily come into that team and do a job. I uh, definitely, I think you could. You know, even Arsenal, Mark, because Arsenal kind of don't have a no, no strike now since they saw the Bamiyang. So, uh, so like I say, he's a bit... Yeah, exactly. Do you know, like... I know, West Ham, I know West Ham were looking at Dembele. How long is that? Who was it? They sold to Ajax. Does Paul Haller or Haller, you pronounce it? Yeah, yeah. Does our... What is it, Mark? Like, the, we, we have a boy, we have a clause in your thing. Is it a boy? A sell-on clause. Sell-on clause, yeah. Does that run up with Dembele within a certain amount of years, Mark, or... No. Well, he's contract. Well, he's under contract to Leon to the, the original. Yeah, uh, so now we say if his contract is up next year, right? And if he decided then to stay with Leon and sign the new contract, all selling clause then is gone because that original contract that I selling was there, Mark, is finished. Yeah? I don't know about that off the top of my head, Paul. Now that you mentioned that, I'll find thing. out. I'll ask you to do about that, Paul. Because it's actually. It's, it's actually, when you look at it, Mark, it's actually a new contract. Aye. Do you know? I bet it's a new player's contract, Paul. It's not a new transfer contract. So maybe mm-hmm. it's still stand. It's an interesting one. Aye, I'll find that out. I will find it out. Mm-hmm. So what is it we're going down barely? 10%, isn't it? 10%, yeah, 10%. I that's the one thing, Mark, I liked about Peter Law, but he had all these selling clauses in deals. I don't think we'd make much money off it. Not knowing, Mark. No. Not knowing. Really, who would you expect him to go for now? Max, Max. Twenty million. So lucky, Mark. Yeah. And the fifteen to twenty million, I kind of, quote unquote, average fee these days, kind of thing. So. Yeah, exactly. That's an average fee, Mark. No, tomorrow, but like, like, was it Mark Zusa? They're ninety-one score. There was quotes about fifty, sixty million for him. Like, do you know, like how, how, how a year. Can actually, do you know what happened to him, Mark, when he, he went to the wrong club in Lesco Madrid and watching them last night, he wasn't that type of player, Mark. 
who Simeone likes to get stuck in, get into a dog fight. So Dembele is not that type of player. And it didn't work out for me, like, Madrid, for those reasons, I think. Like, I watched them last night, Mark, and I was biting myself watching. They're, they're a dirty, dirty team that are let's go Madrid. Right. It's, it's, I mean, they're well known for it, Paul. People, even you watch kind of these pundits and that, they just seem to, oh, it's just part, part of the game. We'll just accept that. Mm-hmm. Well, he's been and, there, and, Mark. And, and, told, years, and told, 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 Progression and dominance and things like that. I would have liked to I mean, that's a worry. Just, people were talking about it last night, Paul. What was it? About 12, 15 years he's been there now. Yeah, and all these teams have been like that, Mark. Yeah. Oh, he but, must be I mean, the longest of manager, Mark. I say, no, I say, is he? I must He must be. I mean, he's brought some amount of success to them, Paul. Without doubt, Mark. Yeah. I mean, Without doubt. You know, he won the. You know, when. Good league last season, sure. The yeah. one that, uh, I'm sure he won the Europa League in his very, his very first season. Yeah, I did. I and think so, and then, aye, sir. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it'd be a good, it'd be a good... That's something, Mark. It'd that, be a good manager at Ibrook, Paul. You'd like to see, um, uh, Ange at Celtic, Mark, that, I know there's, I know there's talks going on, and, uh, a, a long-term contract with Ange, Mark. You'd love to see it, wouldn't you? Uh, long, just, you know, I know, like, I'm, there's kind of no end to a one-year rolling contract. It goes on the next day, you start again, you start again. But it's just a bit of uh, security, Mark. If you're a player, and for the fans, knowing that the, the manager's tied down to a long-term contract. I just... I, it would help build the, like, the confidence, Paul, and the people have seen Ange Dane over the short term. Exactly. Paul. Even it would show that the board's buying into what Ange is doing. It would show that Ange is buying into, buying into the, the, the back yeah, uh, exactly. he's for the board and that. And it would give the fans a bit of peace of mind as well. Because, I mean, really, basically, Paul, all, it really will come, all that does come down to is the money we would get if somebody tried to poach him. Because that's saying that the signal that I'm here for the long haul. That Martin O'Neill was tied down to a long-term contract, weren't he, in, in, in his Celtic? Or was that? Aye. Was, that wasn't... Uh, Ronnie Dyler stayed on the road in your contract, didn't he? Aye, and so did Lennon. So did, yeah. So it kind of seems to be the kind of managers that kind of knew that they were fucking were probably going to get success or... They weren't going to get a big free from or something like that, but like Celtic be mad, Mark, not to give because I don't know, Mark. Like Guardiola is going to retire soon, Mark, and the way Ange plays, man, he's tied on to this Man City group by. Oh, you never know, man. Behave yourself. Behave. You know, I'm man. just saying. I'm just saying. There's, man. New, there's no way in the world that Man City's going to replace Pep and Ange. That's just no. That's he's no going to retire, Mark. Into I, I honestly think, Mark. He's not going to take care of the Spanish job, Paul. That's no, been the plan. He's going to take care of the Spanish to, job. If he wins league this season, Mark, next year will be his last season at Man City. 
Next year will be his last season anyway. Yeah. Ramsey, it's no work to it, but that kind of level, 
Yeah. You've got to, yeah. Have, you know what I mean? If you're going to go there and bring in loan players, it shouldn't be your John Joe Kennys and guys like this. It should be somebody that you maybe couldn't get otherwise without getting help with their wages and stuff like that. But you can bring them in for six months or a year and they're going to really add something to your squad. Unless it's just to cover injuries or something like that. But I'm talking if you're planning in your squad, you get the option of signing a player of the calibre, somebody like Robbie Keane or Craig Bellamy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you've got to, that's the kind of level you've got to, oh, a kind of wow kind of signing. I'm talking about talk about one, Paul, with, this, with the money and this and that, that, even the prestige and the way we're seeing across the world, you know, you can get somebody special in there. If you look at a transfer spend, this season, on like we like, like you said there, Mark, we, we bought a lot of players, but our transfer, our transfer spend, Mark, hasn't been overly heavy either. Do you know what I mean? We were buying good players for bargain prices. You know, no, I, and, and even the money we have, Mark, must be kicking themselves that uh, Matt O'Reilly leaving at that price. Uh, you know, that's good scouting point. Obviously, yeah. people are, I mean, they were talking about this thing that the managers get final say. Celtic knew that he was only because, going to be costing him 1.5 million. They didn't, excuse me, they didn't again for Matt O'Reilly to sign him and then MK Donnie said, oh, it'll only cost you a million and a half. They knew that before they even made that move. And that comes down yeah. to the kind of scouting and people behind the scenes doing their job. Exactly, Mark. Like, that's what I'm saying, Mark. Something you touched on there when I go that Ange wouldn't have known about Matt O'Reilly, that he was on the system already, or scouting the system, or all the scouting players. You know what I mean? And I actually found out, Mark, you asked me about this lad from Galway that signed uh, for Newcastle. Celtic actually want in for him. They've, they've watched him once, but... Celtic never confirmed interest. They watched him when they were watching Johnny Kenny from uh, from Sligo, and Sligo were playing Galway, and that's how they came across this fella uh, Murphy. But they actually never went back into watch him a second time. They just you've spoken you you know who's who's Celtic are there watching that form of just when I seen that I was. Yeah, I'd like to see what the score was with him. Yeah. So, back to Sunday, Mark, can you give us just like fair, fair juice, Jabari? You've been fairly bang on with uh, the Celtic and Rangers games there. Uh. I tell you last week, uh, the other week, Paul, when I was at Chapel the night before, I tell you, the old boys, get your money on 4 1. And see, after it, a couple of them said to you, maybe get the score rang, he said, but it could have been that. Exactly, Mark. We, I mean, we, 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 we just said, yeah, Mark, Roger could have had a hat-trick in that first half. You know, one thing I hope, Mark, is for, for this game is to put that fecker McGregor in his box and just don't make this fella out to be a brilliant keeper when he's not a brilliant keeper this year. Do you know Because any time we play them, he's always, always in top form. Really makes a mistake against us, Mark, and he, he's always. Oh, that's it, Paul. Their fans were getting him. Yeah, uh, they played the second goal. Ah, the second goal. Pushed it out, yeah. For me, Paul, that's modern goalkeeping again. Because how many times did I used to moan about Craig Gordon doing that? Yeah, he did. Craig Gordon done it all the time, palmed the ball into the feet, 
Forwards are into a danger area, but keep it on the mistakes that we see McGregor making. He still pulls off good saves as well, but... He does, Mark, and he, he always does it against Celtic, like, always does it against Celtic. You know, oh, he always has a good game against us, Mark. Uh, I'm, I'm confident again, Paul. I just, uh, but I've seen it in I my keep eye works. I, 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 I actually think we win. I'm not going to give a score prediction, but... I think we win. I'm going to go 2-0, 2-1 in, in the long back Yeah, 2-0 or 2-1. That's where I'm going. You know? I'm going for 3-1. We, 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 we can't start that game the way we started at the line box. We, we left Rangers kind of control the first 15 minutes of that game because we got no rhythm. But we need to be on the board right. in the start market in, in this game. If Celtic, Paul, put it this way, see if Celtic turn up and play to their best, and mm-hmm. Rangers turn up and play to their best, Celtic winning that. Is. There's no, there's no question about it. There really is. Hadley no. Park, Mark. Uh, a big, a wide, big, massive wide park. That's going to help, help Celtic. Yeah, I won't be yeah. able to help Rangers. You know, a lot of space there for us as well, like the... The create space, like in winter fairness, Mark, like we've, our last season, like we, we do have a good record uh, at Hampton Park, like 17 wins, like that's a good. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, Paul, as well, see this, I mean, no heart and do that again, who shakes Celtic were last season. But you look across Europe, and that, and all these big, all the big teams in our countries had bummer seasons. Juventus mm-hmm. are going for 10 in a row. Exactly, uh, PSG were. PSG as well, do you know what I mean? It's just a, it was just a weird, weird season it's, right across Europe. It's, it's really Mark, stuff that, that, that could be, Mark, like, it could be a, a mental strain on players as well, Mark, playing in your mind, you're going for 10 titles in a row, Mark, do you know what I mean? And, I was just about to say that, Mark, like, it's very hard to keep a winning team winning. Do you get me? Aye, uh, that's how, why you need to bring in a couple. Even if you've got a winning, a winning successful team, you still need to chop and change a couple of things every couple, every window. You know, even yeah. the great teams of the year, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Man United, they're always, you're looking to improve. Isn't yeah. it? So even if you've got, even if you've got a team that's chasing even Champions League football every single season like Real Madrid's and such it's still bringing it's still spending 80 million on one player and 40 million on this player to keep them at that level we're just in a wee bit bit smaller scale than that but we've still got to have the same kind of goals as these teams that 9 million that time Mark was big money for Celtic massive and we actually took a risk on Edward that time, Mark, because... Aye. It was unproven, un- really. It was, yeah, it was, it was a bit of a rough diamond today, and we did get a good whack for him, and we got yeah. good service at him, but... I would, yeah. I'd like to see Celtic going out and doing something like that again. As I said, if Yota Disney stay for Disney planning Stein, I'd like to see him going out and replacing Yota with somebody that... Do you know Mark? I mean, Celtic, I, why can Celtic not say, right, we're going to spend... Twenty million pounds, say, right? But we'll, we'll look for a player, maybe ten, ten to twelve million pound, mm-hmm. and then a, maybe another couple, or three or look, four million pound. Look, looking at the two of them now, Mark, and 
it's, it's, it's just my own opinion like and I'm looking at if if it comes down to the players for their decisions Mark right? if the clubs that set up it's going to come down to the players decision looking at both players and I I think the one who's likely to stay uh, is Cameron Vickers I, I my doubts if Yasha will stay Mark to be honest I am yeah. a bit swinging that way as well, Paul, but as I said, I put it up in the forum and I've not done a podcast, so I put up, I don't think I've speak dead to about Carter Vickers and Menda said it was his worries about getting into the American team, the US national team. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out, Paul, as well, that there's not been any talks for Celtic and his agent. And the last, and what he had to say was the last person he spoke to isn't at the club anymore. Which puts us, it must be Mackay, obviously, isn't it? That must be McCoy. So right, so Carter Vickers' representatives haven't spoke to Celtic about anything to do with new contracts or anything for Don McCoy was here. Which strange right, Marky, by ain't this? Well, you'd have at least thought during the winter, the January window, Paul, we'd have at least had a wee kind of, a, a touch base kind of, well, which, exactly. you know, I mean, that kind of thing. But, that's what that is. Maybe players in the club have just said, wait till we see till the season's done, we and see where we are. You know, maybe as well, Mark, look, if if we if we do get Champions League football, like, that's a good incentive uh, for I them think, as well, Mark, to stay uh, at the club, like, do you know what I mean? I think it's good to be, uh, even, I mean, say, say like, your cat, a Because Vickers, Mark, hasn't played this much football in his whole and, career. And football, but, Let's face it, Paul, every footballer's doing the news basically getting moved to that Premier League for the money they're making and stuff like yeah, that alone. Exactly. For me, Carter Vickers has been down there in Leicester. I know Le- Leicester are sniffing about him as well. I forgot to mention that. It yeah. said that as well. Leicester are sniffing about him. But even for a year, would he, would he not be better at playing Stein at Celtic for a Even a I year think so, playing Mark, the Champions League and then seeing exactly, Mark, exactly, because... Because he's been there, no, Mark. He's been down the championship, Mark. It didn't work out for him. He's been in and around a few aye. Premier League teams over his career. He's been being like, you know what I mean? And, and to be honest, it, Mark, Leicester are a club in trouble at the moment aye, with uh, Rodgers. Rodgers, I mean, Rodgers, you know, the countdown's only Rodgers, I think. They've come, what we've saw of Celtic, Mark, uh, and I, I said that to you, and you said to me as well when we Ed one, Ed one says it all the time as well. Yeah. Uh, it takes him about two or three years to ruin a club. And then he comes stale, then, Mark, don't they? And, and you're seeing that now at Leicester, they're coming. A stale club, Mark. They're coming to the. I think that, yeah, Mark. I remember people were saying Rogers was a Man United job. That was stressful. Didn't take that, Mark, yeah. We'll take that. You know? For me, Rogers is going to become that kind of level we're talking about, Paul, that he's. Always got to be a joke. He's a mid-table manager. Aye, like Sam Allardyce and yeah, yeah. Uh, Colin Blanker. These fellas don't, Mark, if he gets, if he gets, if he gets sacked by Leicester, he'll turn up then within uh, West Brom or Bournemouth. Aye, Southampton or somebody, yeah. that, a mid-table team like that. Aye, that's going mm-hmm. to be strange. Now, I can't, I can't see any big team. I know Finn Rodgers is at Mark, even Arsenal turned turn their eyes away from but his dream was to manage over in Spain. So, that for me, after Leicester, he might look at that. Now, did he spend time, Mark, over in... Um, aye, aye. He, he does want to manage over in Spain. What club was it, actually, Mark? Was it Seville, I think? He was over there, wasn't he? Seville or... Aye, I think it was Seville. Aye, 
It wasn't Barcelona. Was no, it, it wasn't really Barcelona. I don't think it was like one of the and that's why he's ambition, sir. Maybe once Leicester gave him the he four, maybe take, he maybe fancy taking a pop out there to get him a break for England before he ends up on that kind of merry yeah, round. He's just that, always that, been that, in that, that, that's 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 Celtic wasn't the stepping stone for another manager's job. Celtic was the top job for for Ange. Do you know what well, I mean? But 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 to the same extent, Paul, as well. I mean, it's a, it's obviously been a bit, kind of, maybe even a shock. But it's obvious, to me, Ange has seen this as a, an honour and a kind of privilege to, be, to get the chance to manage a club inside no, the Celtic. Exactly, Mark, and like, but like, he respects that. As you said, Paul, he's not looking down his nose at Celtic. No, because he's not grew up, he's not grew up in the west of Scotland where it's, or he's not grew up in England where it's the, it's the Scottish league he's looking down on. But he can see it for what it is, and it's, I mean, like it's the biggest Joe Bands he's ever going to have in his life. Not counting Sunday, no, Mark. Right, we're just from 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 today's from today, like in you know looking back to where we were in the first game of the season against Meachland and 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 the first game. Against the hearts, like how and you look about all the injuries we had, Mark, at the start of the season, and to be six points clear in the league is no club, Mark, would they have to cope with the injuries and lack of a squad that we had in the first half of the season. Oh. It just shows how bad the old form actually is, Mark. The old form FC is, you know. I uh, well. No, I don't even. No, well, I'm not. I'm not putting it down to how bad they are. I'm putting it how. how good but that's what I'm saying. How, how good, how good we've been on. That's what I'm saying, man. How good we've been on the Ange to be six points clear, considering what we actually went through. That no club would actually be able to, like you see, clubs down in England, Mark, and they're missing one striker, and they're struggling for for four or five games without that just one player. Aye, we be missing but but. I don't mean that's a put down, but we're so called star striker for missing yeah, the season. Yeah, we missed it. We've done that. We've done, see you're saying, for with the points thunder and everything. We've done that without Kyogre in the team. Yeah, and we've McGregor Mac out for nearly three or four games for practically a month with his hamstring. We had Roger Ghost, we had Abada Ghost, Yasser was Ghost. I mean, these were big, big I've, players, Mac. I've all at it once. Paul, I, this to me is. It's, it's hard to say that it's better or above it, but it's, for me, this season with Celtic is well up there with the Oh, definitely, Mark. You're definitely going back to Vimyansen because he came into a shambles, Mark, and we were a shambles. And Ange has came into a shambles. Ah, but no, for, for me, didn't he come into a shambles, really, Paul? It was Tommy Burns' team. It no, but that, I said it's a shambles, Mark, that we had to win it because aye, we stopped aye, him. Aye. Raw. Do you know what I mean? Because that was a make-or-break season for, for Celtic there, Mark. Do you know what I mean? Aye, Jansen came in and done it. And, I mean, a lot of people forget it as well. That Jansen actually, actually won the League Cup, so he won a double. Yeah. Wasn't was his team, Mark? Van Hoydonk and, and then weren't it? George Gidesi. What they would be? No, they weren't. No, that was... Jansen brought in Henrik. Henrik and uh, Hard Blackrock got the winning goal to win us league, didn't they? Aye, 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 Brackback against St. Johnson. 
Uh, who was High Dog saw on Kadesi? Who was their manager saw? Was that Strachan? Eh, uh, so, Van High Dog. And George Kadesi and Decanio, those trio. Who was uh, that, Mark? Oh, uh, eh, that was Tommy Burns that brought them in. Was that Tommy Burns, was it? Tommy Burns brought them in, aye. I used uh, to love George Kadesi, Mark. I used to love him, Mark. The three of them, the three amigos, but... Yeah. You see them, them bitches in the back, do you know what did I mean? They did, but especially Van Hoydon, Greedy Mark, didn't they? Aye, he gave him an offer of wages and he said, oh, you wouldn't give that to a homeless guy. Yeah. That went down like a lead balloon. The canoe was just a complete lunatic. He really, is, Mark. Aye, but he really, just, he was a complete lunatic. And he used to get his goals, Mark, he, he got some yeah. rockets from us, didn't he? He used to send money. He used to send a wee youth player guy, I know. Used to send him out, see into the side the park. Used to send him out, see all the all the tack you can buy outside the stadium with his face on it. Used to send the wee boy out to buy all that for him. Jesus Christ! Or the any any bit of tack with the can his face on it, he'd take out and buy it, and he'd be back in with armfuls in it. Back I saw. Gave it away. He gave it away after the game. He kids outside the stadium and that, but that's what he bought it for. The armfuls are his stuff and give to kids. Before we go, I sent something to Mark uh, the other day on, on Skype, and Mark said that he'd never, you'd never ever see it in Scotland. A well, half folks, and half. Saw it, a half, saw half and half. half. Rangers scarf and the Celtic scarf, half and half, selling in the Rangers shop. And well, Mark, that just shows how much. What's that view, Paul? It was, yeah, because there was another one on it, Mark, afterwards, actually, up in the storeroom, up in the stores, in the shop. He took a picture of it, actually, in the shop. That's so scandalous. This is, Mark, showing how they still want to hang on so badly to the old form. And there's only... Do you know one of the things they throw up about this, Paul, is, I will buy the Celtic, keep the new in the trademark. Mm-hmm. Because so it kind of get abused. So yeah. me and you can't make money off. If Celtic don't keep renewing that trademark, me and you can start actually making money off using that kind of the the, the trademark yet. So that's why Celtic keep keep renewing it so that other people only make money off it. Exactly, exactly. And you can't Ma- get out of it. You can't get I never saw, Max, something so cringy in, in a club to promote the old like they did in the last match. They should have got that woman to get a 42 band. And then there was people then, Mark, coming up asking Andrew's autograph. Do you know what I mean? Ranger supporters coming up asking Ange for his autograph. I mean, that's English stuff, isn't it? That's like, mind I've spoken about it, Paul. Liverpool fans taking photos of Man United players here for them. Yeah, and then taking their jerseys. Can you get your like I, I, I never thought I'd see a fire. I, I really didn't, but... That's why, Paul, I, to be honest, Paul, that's one of the reasons why I can understand why uh, a lot of their fans got upset with that Sydney thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, because it was all getting played like the Angie's homecoming. It was all sealed, and they were getting made to look like second fiddle. And to me, Paul, it's what I call touristy football. Yeah. You see down in England with their half-and-half scarves and... Fans all sitting together with a... I can't be asked with that, carry on, Paul. No, I understand, man. They're your, they're, they're your rivals, like. You want nothing to do with your rivals, Mark. Do you get me? 
You don't play friendlies. No, you just I take the know. whole thing away from... Take, but Mark, what I was going to say, there's only... From what I can see, and I, I know there might be more from Scott and with GMAC, but there's only three, thing, three media sources who I can see are still holding on to the old form. There's, there's Rangers Football Club, you've Sky Sports who are the main one because they, they, that's the way they can make money. It's still calling it the old form and the daily record. But I know there's more over in Scotland that do it. And, and the Sun, I think the Scottish Sun are, are more as well for doing the old form saga market. Eh? Again, Paul, it's just done to market and what Yeah, but that's like, it. Aye, that's really what it is. That's how, but Sky Sports, Mark, are, are, are the worst for us. They're the worst for us, aren't they? Sky Sports. Aye, but that, again, Paul, it's just done to it. I don't, I wouldn't have even put that done to it again. I mean, there is a lot of Rangers, ex-Rangers, employees and that work for Sky, but again, Paul, Sky just market that to attract the attention for the that's rest what of the saying, world. Yeah. They don't, that's what Sky don't, Sky, Steve, Probably Sky don't care whether Rangers are a new club or what Sevco or, or anything like that. All they care about is the subscriptions you're getting across the world and the amount of people that are paying yeah. to watch the Derby games. And they're not even showing then, like, and they're not even showing the full Scottish League season then, Mark, you get but, me? And there they are promoting them. Yeah, but was well, that last Derby pod, but I was, I was watching it on my Sky app thing through the PlayStation and then... The game finished and then that was it. It went to yeah. an English game and I messaged you and said, but they didn't even do interviews or any point. This went over to another uh, football uh, challenge. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't yeah, know but that. They but they should be doing that, Mark. Do you get me? They wouldn't do that at the end of a Man United Liverpool no. game or anything, Paul. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't even do that against a Brentford v Southampton game or Super Sunday. No, you know, that, and even in the Championship game, Mark, they wouldn't do it. Do you know? They wouldn't do it. Uh, that's it for tonight, lads. Uh, thanks very much for, for joining us. Uh, thanks very much to a new subscriber, Rod, there. Hope you join us again, bud. Uh, Mark, we close the show. Well, mate, thanks very much, Paul, for everything you're doing. For coming on, or it would just be me talking shit for two hours here. Uh, everybody that joined the live chat, thanks very much for coming on. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, share it about your social medias. Hit the like button. And you know how. Uh, please give a message at the bottom of the comment section because it really helps us get up the YouTube algorithm. Hail hail lads, God bless and good night. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.